You can build the life you've always desired. You can become the person you want to be. You don't have to listen to society. You can step into your inner power and your truths and set yourself free. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 19 of the Writing to Inspire podcast with your host, Jamal Kadura. As always, I thank you all so much for tuning in. We are almost at 10,000 downloads, so please be sure to rate this five stars and to leave a positive review, guys. I want this podcast to reach as many people as it needs to. You never know who might need to hear this message and who this message might really change. Um, So once again, I thank you so much. And for those of you who are new to this podcast, remember, it is an extension off of my Instagram page, at writing to inspire. That is all one word, once again, at writing to inspire. And another note, I am offering one-on-one personalized coaching sessions. Now again, just to be clear, I am not a licensed therapist or mental health professional. I am a life coach, and coaching is not a substitute for therapy or anything of the sort or any other professional help. But if you're interested in booking a session with me, I have multiple clients I'm working with and I am helping them transform. Email writingtoinspire at yahoo.com or follow my page at writingtoinspire on Instagram and you can book a session there. They are affordable, they're transformative, and they are very insightful. So episode 19 is entitled, Let Go of Your Regrets. And I felt the need to do an episode on this recently as I was reflecting this week and thinking about where I am in my life and how I had to get here. And on that note, let me share something with all of you who have been listeners to this podcast and have followed my work for a long time. Regret is such a futile feeling. Now, it can be useful when you're analyzing your progress, when you're analyzing your decision-making, and you say to yourself, oh, I could have done that differently. That's healthy. Okay, it's healthy to look back, to reflect, to reminisce, and to say, you know what? Here are my areas of improvement. Here's where I can show up better. But there were moments in my life where I was carrying my regret as if it was a wagon hitched to me. And it would weigh me down. And it would make me feel terrible. And it would demoralize me. And it would obstruct me from pursuing new opportunities. Because that's what regret does, guys. It makes you reconsider every single thing and even the positive endeavors. Even the new opportunities you've been awaiting. I know that I carried regret for years in some cases. I'll never forget when I was a teenager, I endured a terrible depression. And it was because of regret. Regret of some poor choices I made. And a lack of self-compassion. A lack of recognizing my own humanity. Meaning that we are supposed to make mistakes. We are going to mess up. That is inevitable. But it's how we choose to view our mistakes that defines us. 
You can look at your mistake as an andal beal, as a mammoth roadblock that you cannot go through, or you can look at it as a beautiful opportunity for growth and an amazing symbol of your progress. Because how good does it feel to look back at something to say, you know what, I've overcome that. I'm proud. I've learned so much, and the most important, perhaps the most critical component here, guys, is the present. Think about it like this. Let's put a positive spin on things. These are some things I do with my clients during our sessions. We have a choice, right? We have free will. And we can exercise it however we so choose. So you can look at a past occurrence as, again, a defeater. As a shameful point. As a degrader, something that constantly anchors you down. Or you can look at it as a moment of growth. A moment of a splendid opportunity. A moment presenting you a wonderful chance to evolve. And that's the difference. You wouldn't be who you are today without your past. And that's what started to liberate me from my regrets. I started to realize, wow, look, the way that I can help others, I would never have had this compassion if it weren't for my past. I would never be able to empathize with all of you on the Reading to Inspire community if it weren't for the mistakes that guided me to this. If it weren't for the moments that imbued me with strength, with knowledge, and with wisdom to pass on to others, thank God. Of course, all, all grace and all glory to God above. Even on that note, for those of you who are people of faith, how merciful and how forgiving is God? And don't you think that we should emulate and replicate that mercy and that compassion, not only to others, but to ourselves? Your mistakes can be your greatest detriment or your greatest asset. It just depends on the way you look at it. It just depends on the way you choose to proceed. I always say this, and I will echo this sentiment over and over again. It all boils down to your choice. You are not a bystander in your life. You are the main player. You are the author. You are the conductor. You are in the driver's seat. And the way you choose to interpret your experiences is what will dictate the way you live and the way you grow or regress. So do yourselves a favor. Right now, close your eyes. Envision your biggest regret. And think of two or three good things that came from that regret. Or from that choice that you made. You know, maybe you grew. Maybe you learned. Maybe you gained compassion. You gained knowledge, and this knowledge you now can apply to a new job or a new relationship or to your other friendships. There are silver linings, my friends. And your mistakes are those silver linings. But we were never taught to see it that way. 
I know in my childhood I was taught that mistakes were the end. I was scolded harshly. I was berated, I was belittled in some cases, in some circumstances. So we were never taught to have that grace for ourselves and to normalize mistakes. We're all imperfect creatures. Trying our best. Trying to make sense of this complex mystery we call life. And mistakes are a vital component of this journey. You know, years ago I had to walk away from a long-term situation or relationship, if you will. And I'll never forget how much regret I carried for hurting somebody. For letting something go on for so long when I knew that it should have ended a lot earlier. I knew it. And I shamed myself for it for so long. I shamed myself. How could you do that? How could you hurt somebody? Look at how selfish you were to hang on. All of these negative things I injected into myself, into my mind. And you know what that does, guys? When you inject regret into yourself, you oftentimes replicate those mistakes. Why? Because instead of focusing on the growth and on the journey and on your own inner evolution, you're focusing on that mistake. And when you focus on that mistake and that's where your attention goes, you do it again. You repeat it. That's why it's so important. It's so important to take the lesson, to have self-compassion, and to move on. I reframed my regret. I said, you know what? I needed to choose myself. I needed to fight for my happiness. I'm worthy of it, and I deserved it. And yeah, maybe I held on too long, but a lot of that was due to inexperience and uncertainty and confusion. I didn't know then what I know now. So why penalize myself? Why crucify myself? And the same thing applies to all of you. Guys, it's so easy to look back at a situation in hindsight and say, oh, I wish I would have done this or said that or went here or went there. It's so easy. But you only know now what you didn't know then because you went through it. Imagine you're a new student and you take a biology course. At the end of that course, what happens? Well, inevitably, you know more. Why? Because you went through that course and you learned. Well, let's apply this to the course of life. You've gained new knowledge because you went through something. Of course your perspective is going to shift. It should shift. You should transform. You should see things differently as you go through life. Your perspectives should change as you evolve. But rather than seeing the beauty in that, we choose to see the shame. Because we belittle ourselves and say, oh, I should have known that then. Not necessarily. Not always. And once again, you know what you know now because of what you went through. So rather than shaming ourselves, let's applaud ourselves for being so aware, for making these realizations, 
and for working to improve. Yeah, I felt terrible at one point. I did. I felt terrible to have to walk away. I felt terrible to have to choose myself. But you know what? That's because I was never taught to choose myself. I was never taught to prioritize my needs. And sometimes a lot of regret is unfounded. We regret choosing ourselves. We regret walking away, breaking up, leaving a job. Because we believe that other people's needs are more important than our own. So really, again, regret can be very unfounded. It can be baseless in many cases. And a lot of the times, I could hear voices in my head. That sounds actually kind of funny. No, guys, don't worry. I'm not possessed. We don't need an exorcism performed on this, okay? But from a subconscious standpoint, the voices in my head were not my own. They were the voices of the critical caregivers or the other, other critical people I encountered during childhood. They weren't me. So how many of us can say that the voices in our heads are our own? Again, from a non-demonic standpoint, excuse me. <laughs> you know, how many of us hear the voices of our parents, or the voices of our aunts and our uncles, or of our, uh, you know, that boss from our first job, right? Is that really the, Is that really our authentic voice? Is that really our authentic self? In many cases, in many, many cases, I would be willing to bet no. It's not. We are choosing to listen to voices of the past when really it's time to step into our power. And it's time that you free yourself. It's time that you honor the choices that you needed to make. Let go of that regret. Close your eyes. Again, imagine it. Take the lessons. Breathe in. Breathe in that gratitude for how far you've come. Hold it. And breathe out. And let that regret flow out of you. Let it go. You are worthy of the same compassion that you give to others. Don't you notice that? We're so kind when it comes to others. And we have all the answers. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy that we possess all of the answers inside of us? We have the compassion, the love, the warmth, the light, the wisdom. And we can give it so easily to others. But yet when it comes to ourselves, we have nothing to say. We are so critical. We are so derogatory. We're so unkind and cruel. But yet when others come and consult us, we're so kind and loving and genuine and compassionate. And we have all the answers. Well, it's time that we extend that compassion and that kindness and that warmth to ourselves. And I want to share a quote with you. Okay, and I hope that this resonates, and I really want you to think about this. And it is from Imam Ali. May peace be upon him. He was uh, close. He was a close relative to the Holy Prophet uh, Muhammad of Islam. Peace be upon him. And the quote says, "Your sickness is from you, 
but you do not perceive it. And your remedy is within you, but you do not sense it. You presume you are a small entity, but within you is enfolded the entire universe. You are indeed the evident book by whose alphabets the hidden becomes manifest. Therefore, you have no need to look beyond yourself. What you seek is within you, if only you reflect. End quote. Reflect, guys. Let go of the past. The answers are not in your past. The answers are in you, within your compassion, within your love, within your grace and your warmth and your kindness. Because what you focus on grows, as they say. If you choose to carry regret, you'll be choosing to live a life of regret and a life of regression. But if you choose to move on, if you choose to see the positives and the benefits, you will grow. You will connect to yourself. You will connect to God. You will connect to others. And you will see how beautiful life is. Our mistakes are a golden opportunity to grow. A golden opportunity to connect so much deeper to our authentic souls. And to learn and to create what we desire. Because your mistakes are a blueprint. They're a great reminder to improve. And to build anew with all of these great tools that you have now acquired. This probably sounds a lot different than how we typically view our regrets, right? And I know I've been there. As aforementioned, I carried a lot of regret. I couldn't let go. I did shame myself. And it did hurt. It did hurt to walk away. It still hurts sometimes to sever ties with people that you were once close to. Or to have to let go of some things. But we're worthy of choosing ourselves. And choosing ourselves, choosing you, begins with having some compassion and letting go. And realizing that it's okay to be imperfect. Your imperfections are your perfections. They are what make you they are what, you know, make you who you are. Your imperfections are the tools that guide you, that allow you to connect with others. And your deepest parts, all of those things that you shame, every single part of you, is what makes you who you are. So don't turn away from that. Don't turn away from your mistakes shamefully. Turn away from regret, but honor your mistakes for what they taught you. For how they've helped you grow and blossom and evolve. Now I carry no more regrets. I'm proud of choosing myself. I'm proud of honoring my own needs and standing up for what I deserved. So let go of those regrets, guys. Let go, my friends. Deserve to be free, deserve to be happy, and deserve to have some compassion. We all make mistakes, but it is those very mistakes that guide us to our truest selves and that allow us to build the lives that we're worthy of. 
So I hope that this helps. And I hope that those of you who are out there struggling with letting go of someone, you're able to rationalize this. Because I get that a lot. You know, well, how do I know I made the right choice? Or how do I know that letting go was the best thing to do? In many cases, we don't. We don't know that immediately. But the beautiful thing is, you're doing your situational best. And, you, and in many cases in the past, you did your situational best. That's what you have to honor. Just do your best. Of course, down the road, we realize what was a favorable or unfavorable decision. But we're going to have a good amount of both, I promise you. And that's okay. There is nothing wrong with that. Just do your best. Choose yourself. Honor your needs. Honor other people's needs equally. And then know. Know what you need to do. It's okay if you walked away. It's okay if you chose yourself. It's okay if you let go to find who you are. And to build what you desire. We all have to at some points. This is the part of the journey toward our authentic selves. It's messy, it's chaotic, it's painful. But it's also beautiful, it's wholesome, and it's fulfilling. So I hope that this helped, guys. Once again, follow my Instagram page at Inspire. And again, I am offering one-on-one coaching sessions with personalized plans to help you heal, grow, and prosper. You can email writingtoinspire at yahoo.com. It's all one word, writing, to T-O, inspire, at yahoo.com. And follow me on Instagram and DM me there. I thank you all so much for tuning in to this episode. It really means the world to me, guys. Please rate this five stars. Share it with your friends. And again, apply what I'm talking about. Really let go. Really move on and really connect to you, to God, to your, your friends, your family, and just be genuine. Again, thank you all so much. God bless. May he illuminate the pathway for all of us. I appreciate the support. Until next time, Writing to Inspire family. Thank you all. Thank you so much for listening to the Writing to Inspire podcast. Please be sure to give it five stars and leave a comment so that it spreads to other people. As always, I appreciate you and happy healing.